He's still uh, still grieving. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like hard to like, um, what do you call it? It's hard to process because of everything that's going on, but also it's just like, I, I'm almost still in like disbelief and doubt. Like, I can't believe like, like another tragedy, you know? I thought it was like, you know, sad to say, like the kind of world that we live in, there were instantly I thought in my head is, oh, this must be a very, very horrible joke, right? And I thought maybe it was just someone memeing, memeing it, like maybe something happened to his career, and they were just saying like rest in pieces to his career. Maybe he did something I don't know, but it, you know, unfortunately, it was you know obviously way darker and unfortunately true that you know Chadwick Boseman, our beloved Black Panther, our beloved King has now passed away and I, th- I really thought it was just a a cruel like joke like i was seeing it come up on my feeds and then i, I didn't see anything from you guys so I, that's why i thought like oh usually you know nico marcus or jackson would have been up on it like fast already would have shared it but i googled it and next thing you know i was like oh no way like he is he is passed away like these aren't like you know third party type you know media is like this is the real uh you know associated press that's reporting of his passing and it's ugh, gut punch yeah i i mean i i, I thought when you sent it to me because i was driving like I, we talked about and i thought with, with the headline you sent i was like okay this is like part of cancel culture or something like someone like is you know like he, he did something like possibly or like just some sort of gossip news yeah um and then so i called you because i was driving when you told me it was like for real i had to like look it up for myself and i was like i i was like in shock the whole time i couldn't couldn't believe like you know it's crazy um i don't know i, I don't know what's crazier is the fact that it was you know unfortunately you know he's such a young guy 43 43 44 and he I, I i'm not sure if it was 43 or 44 but yeah he no, passed Forty-three, yeah, okay. So he passed. He passed away. So you know, pretty young age. I mean, we're, we're like a stone's throw away from that number, already, anyways. So yeah. I'm still going to say that's young. Um, but the surprising thing is that he was dealing with this for the past four years, and yeah. trying to wrap my mind around it is mind-boggling. Where I'm like, going, this guy, from the time of those four years, that four-year span, he was able to, you know, still make movies. And it it didn't leak out, right? No one, no one really knew. I did see. I think that's why it was such a big shock. Like no one knew. Like no one knew that he was in in any uh, like pain, or it didn't seem like he was sick at all. You know, so for this to come out of nowhere, um, I, I think was even a bigger shock. Um, yeah, as you're saying, it came out of like left field, out of nowhere. Like it was. It's, it's it's insane to to think that this man can go through all the the therapy, the surgeries, the you know the chemo uh, the chemo therapy and stuff, and still be able to put on the face of like yeah, I'm everything's everything's business as usual, and that's where like my hat really tips off even more. Like going, this guy was the ultimate professional. Like I don't think he would have brought that up to like he didn't. I guess he didn't want to be like the face of something like going, Oh, pity me. I'm, uh, I'm an actor, a millionaire, whatever. And now I, I have this, you know, I have unfortunate cancer and it's, it's hard to even say the word, but I mean, he, 
I have cancer and I'm, you know, it's, it's breaking down my body. I don't think he wanted that pity party type deal. And, but the sad part about it was a lot of people, like there were circular uh, photos of him circulating online, I guess in the last couple of years where he didn't look, he didn't look well. And everyone was basically saying, Oh man, like he looks like a, he looks like he's homeless or he looks like he's uh, like uh, on drugs or something like, Oh, it's not you know looking so well for Chadwick. And, you know, everyone just kind of poked fun at it and they were, you know, at his expense. And sadly, it's like, going, no, it's his body was breaking down and everyone was was making fun of it. And it coming to light, it's like, that it fucking hurts. That it, it really fucking hurts that everyone was like trashing him on like his appearance because he's supposed to be a Hollywood star and he should always be done up and he should always be, you know, ripped or he should always be Black Panther. He should always be something like I think about the meme of him uh, in the black, uh, always having to do the Black Panther salute, and there's that meme of saying, "Oh, even he's tired of it." And you can kind of see that, yeah, that yeah. photo. He had a kind of a straight face, and you know, he did. He was doing the salute, but behind those eyes, it was probably like going, "I'm, I'm doing this, but I'm, I'm, in pain, I'm in pain right now. Like, I'm glad I'm doing, you know, what I'm doing for for you people, you fans. But you know, this is hurting me. So it was. I don't think it was like, "Oh, I'm tired of doing the salute because I don't like being yeah. your." beacon of like hope or heroism you know it was just like no i i'm hurting and it it's that truly sucks man it's like it's part of it's it's a sad part of our our world right now that you know people can go ahead and mean people troll people and just you don't know i mean it's it's hard it's hard to see what what happens in people's like personal lives yeah i mean like i just pulled up a list right here and so these are the movies he did since he was diagnosed. He did Civil War. Uh, he did Marshall, where he played Thurgood Marshall. Black Panther, uh, Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, um, 21 Bridges, The Five Bloods. So all those movies he's, he did since 2016 where he was diagnosed. So And, and no one knew the wiser, you know. Um, and then it's funny how you said he's kind of like that beacon of hope because – you know, considering everything that's happening in the culture right now with like, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, Black Panther is uh, the movie, I think, regarded for being for bringing black culture to um, the forefront of like, uh, you know, popular culture of, of, of displaying like true African culture in in, in in the spotlight. You know, like he is truly like the first black African um, hero that people could look up to, could aspire to. Um, you know, he brought that to the forefront of uh, not just like the nerd world or the geek world, you know, like just to all, uh, you know, popular culture. And and then to know that while he was doing that and being that symbol, he was suffering himself, but did not want to display that, you know, like he, he was going to go on his life as if um, things were normal um, and it didn't let it stop him. You know, it's, it's crazy. I, 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 I'm still in disbelief. Yeah. Like as we're talking about this right now, like my hands are kind of like shaking because just like, I I didn't know the man personally. He's not a family member. He's he's not a friend, but he was someone that, you know, we still watched on screen. He portrayed a character beyond everyone's like wildest imaginations. Like he, back then like no one would have thought black panther was going to be a, a movie and it was going to be like groundbreaking and you know be such a symbol and 
what it was it, it one of the highest grossing movies in Marvel history and yeah, yeah you, you gave you opened up the the, the gates more for for, uh, for for like all the other characters and for all the other communities to kind of like embrace and watch it I mean real quick um, was uh, Reina's friend like she doesn't really watch like the Marvel movies really as much or she's not really you know like a nerd like us right she just watches casual movies but when she watched Black Panther she's oh my god that movie was like that movie was dope that was a great movie and without yeah. really watching the other ones you know so closely like we do and that just goes show even a casual fan was like even gra- gravitated to that movie and um you know it's it's strange and I mean, you know we keep on talking about just like him being Black Panther I, I see a lot of people you know really kind of putting it out there saying like, Oh, you know, we lost uh, King, Kachala, King T'Challa. We lost, you know, a, a, you know, a legend, everything. And everyone's just saying, uh, just referencing him to his character, but you know, give him his fair due. Like Black Panther did not die. King T'Challa did not die. Chadwick Boseman is the man who passed away. Everyone should, should give that recognition that it was, it was this man, Chadwick Boseman. I'll say it again. He passed away. he, he he was he was the reason for your for your hope your 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 inspirations and and he and he just did it like you said uh, smile on his face uh, every day and before we you know start this episode um, I, I wanted to make sure that we recognize him for the for the for the man he was um, and before we start I, I would like just you know maybe a little uh, moment of silence here and I, you know what I didn't even want to you know, in the back of my head real quick, I was just saying to myself was like, Oh, what, what what's going to happen with, you know, MCU. But that was just like the quick second of like, going, Oh, that's a selfish, selfish thing to even think Vince. Like, yeah, you need to put right. that, and that's why I'm not even wanting to even comment on that for, you know, for a bit, because it's, it's just, once again, like we're here to celebrate the life of uh, Chadwick Boseman, a uh, fantastic actor an inspiration for all. So I uh, would we'll uh, give a moment of silence.
Keeping It Nerd podcast, everybody. It's Ming Chen approved. Welcome, everyone, to an episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode number 58. This is the look back at DC Fandom. As always, I'm your host, Vince, and today I've got my Robin with me. I've got my, oh, what's another good sidekick? It's my Speedy, my Kid Flash, Aqualad. my Aqualad, or the other way around. Maybe I'm the Aqualad, and I'm, I'm the Speedy, and you're the Aquaman, and you're the Flash. Uh, I got Nico Masao here with me. Uh, Nico, why don't you give everyone a nice little hello? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's been a while, but uh, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, um, and it's only us two to this time because we all know our... Uh, third uh third wheel in our uh in our tricycle of fun uh is not really much into the dc uh universe as as we would be he, though he's at least open to watching we're gonna go over a few items today and i'm pretty sure jeremiah will probably be on board on watching one of these with us one of these days when they finally release god knows when yeah like i i mean i i knew he wasn't a fan of dc but it was a surprise to me that he hadn't um watched or caught on to any of the like i'm a i'm a marvel fanboy but of course like i still you know want to check out what dc has to offer and i'm surprised a, lot of, uh, a couple of the times so yeah i mean that's i'm, I'm very surprised with uh jeremiah yeah and, i mean i'm gonna force feed it down his throat i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna strap him down into a chair or i mean i don't know if he could do that because we're supposed to be social distancing so uh, maybe I'll, I'll have a uh, candace do it for us so she'll hold him down and push it you know um but yeah we are gonna talk about some of the news that came out of this year's fandom this is the inaugural uh i guess can online virtual convention for dc I, I guess this is the way that everything is going since 2020 is just such a big crapshoot. Uh, we have another virtual uh, convention, and this time this was so DC uh, eccentric, which was great because they didn't have any much of a presence in a Comic Con. Because I think in our Comic Con episode, we didn't have much to even report on, except for the fact that we miss we miss previous Comic Cons. We don't miss this virtual thing, and I, don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know what do you think about it. Uh, yeah, there was a ton of news that came out. I was surprised. I mean, I, I saw the lineup ahead of time, but I was surprised as to um, how many reveals and how many like, oh, wow, like uh, things that got piqued my interest. Um, so it, it, I was I I I wasn't planning to have uh, watched um, any. I actually did not watch any of the DC fandom. I just saw all of the updates on social media. But had I known, I probably would have sat down for a little bit and put some time away to um watch this like live yeah uh, it was like it was supposed to be they said 24 hours but it was actually only i think eight hours because like 10 10 to 6 9 to 6 uh and then they replayed it uh after the six o'clock so it was, it was it was going around the clock but it was just basically replaying the, the the first half of the day so it wasn't like always like new content like it was like three in the morning and they're going oh by the way there's going to be you know this this and this it was nine to six straight up um, prime time hours, but I even then I it was hard for me to you know, sit there for those nine hours or six, eight hours and you know watch everything because for me it, it's still it's still all I want to say foreign to me because you know unfortunately you know, I work from home so I do lots of Zoom meetings and this is what yeah. virtual conventions are right now that it's one it's another Zoom meeting where I'm like going yeah it's cool and all but mm, do I want to you know I do this you know as my daily daily routine for work i do want to add this in as my leisure time like to sit here and watch you know 16 people 10 people whatever on a panel quote air quotes you know talking about uh their latest project and it's it's also hard because 
it's a Zoom meeting, like, just like any kind of Zoom meeting or any virtual uh, conference. You have people talking over each other. You don't have that same feeling. You don't. You don't. Uh, the gravitas isn't there because you don't. You're not. You're not in person hearing, like, oh, and who's coming on the stage? We've got Gal Gadot and we've got Henry Cavill. Like that one year we were uh, at Hall H. I was and, gonna say there are no woos and woo and cheers and applause. You know. Um, to to uh, bring out that fanfare um, as if it was live, you know. Yeah, and it was. It's it's crazy because um, the closest thing was like we were all sharing in a, in our threads, like going, "Oh my god, did you see this? We see this." And going, if we were in person, we would just like look over each other and like going, oh, "Holy shit! Yeah. Holy shit! Holy shit!" You know, <laughs> it would be something like that. And it, I, I miss, I truly miss that about these conventions. I, I mean. Not to say that uh, the content that DC fandom put out was, you know, was bad. No, I thought it was it was great. I just think the execution of it is just it's just really tough to wrap my head around. Like they even had like um, merchandise. They had a merchandise tour where I'm like going, ah, do I want anything Rem- uh, to remind me of the time when you know twenty there were no conventions. We were doing this big Zoom meeting for nerds. Like, no, I don't want to remember this at all. Um, yeah, I'll tell you between between this, like for the first year of 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 this uh, fandom happening, between this and Comic Con, they did it right. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many people actually bought any merchandise, but they they I think they were able to mimic the experience, even though not exactly better than and uh and um better than Comic Con, but also for what the what materials they had what what avenues they had, they did the best possible way. Like making you feel like you're actually in that kind of fandom thing. Um, like the changing backgrounds. Um, I think they did it and established like a really good, um, you know, bar for what this, these virtual conventions could be like. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I agree with you. This was far better than, uh, than uh, San Diego Comic-Con's uh, attempt at uh, bringing, bringing everything to you virtually. But I think it's just because this was like focused in like, this is all DC. Everything you're going to get is for about our movies, about our shows, about, you know, this, this, this. And you know, Comic-Con was just like such a wide array of everything. Like there are yeah. times when I didn't care about so-and-so panel or it's like hard to be like, Oh, how to, how to draw this character kind of panel? Right? Going, oh, well, I don't, I don't really care. To I'm not, I'm not in person. It's, it was very hard that uh, we said that too uh, in our Comic Con review. But uh, for the fandom review, we've got quite a bit of stuff to go over. And I, as I said, uh, an execution of it was you know so and so, but but the content though, Mwah. I I I was. I saw the lineup before and you, and you had seen it as well. And I, I just thought to myself, like, what's the best they're going to have is, you know, uh, some people just talking about the project, but the fact that we, what we saw on screen, like the, like the trailers and leaks or not even leaks of teasers, like, holy crap. Like this is, this is some real, this is some real stuff that's, you know, hitting that palette, that nerd palette of like going, yes, something new. I want to, I want to ingest it. Like, tell me more. Like, I, I want to see these movies now, or I want to play these games whenever. Um, so let's jump right into the fandom. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is actually the two video games that were, were announced. Um, the first one was Gotham Knights. So just got to pull that up here real quick. Cause that's supposed to be a, 
uh, Arkham Knight, uh, part of the Arkham series. Is that where is that what it is, Nico? Do you actually? What do you know about it? Um, what I understand is that our, this, even though it, it's in the very much of the style of the Arkham series, the Batman Arkham uh, Knights um, uh, video game, uh, this is not a direct sequel to any of that. It's in its own world. Okay. Uh, which I thought was strange, but then the Suicide Squad um, game uh, is related, will have influences from the whole Arkham series. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of backwards. Um, but yeah, that, I guess the Suicide Squad is in the same universe as the whole Arkham series, whereas the Ark, um, Knights game is its own universe, which I guess okay. makes sense because in that one, um, Batman's dead. Or at least supposedly dead. Suppose, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and uh, you want to you have it up on your phone as well? I don't. It's, yeah, let's go ahead and pull that up, and then we can watch it at the All same right. time and get our same reactions. Because, um, yeah, this... I, and you know, the sad part is, as you uh, pull it up on your side, on your end, sad part is I haven't even beaten uh, Arkham. What was the last one? Was it Arkham Knight? Was Arkham Knight the last? Uh, was it was the Arkham Knight video game the last one? Um, gosh, what was it? I had it, but I didn't remember it. It was the. Oh yeah, it was Arkham Knight. Yeah, because it starts with Arkham Origins, right? Arkham or just Batman? No, it was Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Out. And then Arkham City, Arkham and or- Primal, Arkham City Origins, then Arkham Knight. Yeah. So sadly, Arkham Knight, I am at eighty percent to completing, and I'm just like, and that's been like years. So sadly, I figured out who uh, the Arkham Knight is. Oh, I th- did I did I? No, I don't think I did. Oh, wait, no, no, it's Jason Todd. Oops, spoilers, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a couple years old. It's it's more that yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't have. To, there's no disclaimer. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically the whole Red Hood storyline um, yeah. that they did in that game. Uh, um, okay. All right. So let's uh, go ahead and one, two, three. Let's hit watch together. In breaking news, we've received reports of an explosion somewhere north of the city. We're still waiting for the police to confirm if there are any victims. This story is evolving rapidly. Please bear with us. You're just really loud, Bowen. There was smoke. And Emergency services have confirmed that they've discovered a body buried in the wreckage. We're still waiting for further details. Emergency vehicle. It appears that a large portion of the building has actually collapsed. International news: an explosion rocked Gotham City earlier today. You're now it's able to take a movie. That billionaire philanthropist is. If you're watching this, I'm dead. This is a cold black. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything it contained. We both know it won't take long for Gotham's criminals to realize the Batman is gone. And you can't count on the GCPD. Never trusted us since Jim died. Gotham will need its protectors more than ever. I'm leaving you the Belfry of Space of Operations. Some of the technology is outdated, but it has the gear you need and all of my files. 
always had my back when I needed you. I know you'll keep Gotham safe. Good luck. And goodbye. Okay, 2021. Gotta pre-order that game. Holy smokes. Like, oh, chills. Like, Batman is no longer. And now you've got his four protégés. Now, we're saying that's that's Damien, right? Not Red Robin. Oh, sorry. Oh, for the, um, for Robin? Uh, yeah, I think it, it was Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Well, but, but isn't Tim, Tim Drake uh, Red Robin, though? Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess in this in this time frame, he's not Robin yet. So I think it's Jason Todd, uh, Dick Grayson, and then Barbara Gordon, and then Tim Drake. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I bet you. Yeah. Then I bet you they'll, they'll have like a side story, either side story, or you can buy the buy an add on of having Damian Wayne like thrown into oh, the I'm game. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be tons of uh, downloadable content for this game. Oh, uh, extra God. characters, side missions. Um, you know. All, all the extra little things that they make you pay a little extra for. I, I want them to actually make this a freaking movie now. I don't want 
I don't want the video game. I want a, I want a movie. That was like so cinematic. I, I mean, I know these are most likely all 90% cutscenes, but yeah. I mean, even the cutscenes are just like top notch. Uh, I, I mean, it's just a cut, of, a cut of its own. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, like even though they were cutscenes, it did show how each um, uh, player or each of the knights uh, are going to be, you know, somewhat different in their moveset and kind of like what their abilities are, or at least an insight as to how, how they're going to move and attack differently. So um, that, that was really cool, too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we'll probably get into it as we talk into the movies later on, but I, I mean, this could easily become a movie um, just based off of like the premise so far. So it'd be, it'd be really cool. A side note before we, uh, anything else, speaking of movies, did you watch Justice League Dark, uh, just League Dark Apocalypse War. <laughs> I just watched it uh, Wednesday night. Um, we well, we shared the same DC account, and I just yeah. watched it. And I was like, "Whoa!" Um, <laughs> yeah, because that. I mean, all the DC movies. I didn't realize. I mean, I, I went back on like Wikipedia, but like I didn't realize like everything since Flashpoint has been in the same universe, mm-hmm. and that they've been connected. Um, so for this to be the finale of what seven years, I think 2013 is when Flashpoint came out um, and however many movies, like 15 or 16 movies. Um, some of them were really good. Some of them were like, eh, but yeah. this finale um, I think was really like the cherry on top. Like I, the way everything, like you, you just jump right into the, the, the action and like the stakes are up there. Um, and then the way it ends is, is just like, wow. Okay. Well done. Yes. DC. It was like the swan song, right. Of like the new 52 yeah. basically. Right. Saying, all right, bye-bye new 52. Now we're going to yeah. go back to, re- we're going to rebirth. And you know, I, yeah, it was, I was just totally, totally nuts, especially when <laughs> the whole thing of when they're doing the flashback of like going, we lost first it was Barry and Green Lantern. They tried their hardest. And then oh, I, I was like, oh my God, they're ripping limbs. I was going, Oh, do not let any kids watch this. Holy crap. I was gonna say, is that is this the first movie where they did that? I don't remember them showing that much gore and blood and um like the language was pretty bad too. Well, I mean it wasn't that bad, but I think for for a DC movie, I don't remember any other animated movie having that much blood and gore and like dismemberment. Like there were some brutal deaths in in, the, in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, and once again, I guess to to its name of Justice League Dark, it was dark. When you when yeah. you know you saw spoiler alert, if no one's seen it yet, but like you see uh, Martian Manhunter, uh, you see Mira, you see Wonder Woman, they all come back, but they're all been like cyborged out, like they they look like Borgs, right? Yeah. From uh, Star Trek, yeah, they're, they're kind of like dismembered, but but also like now have cybernetic parts, but they're also kind of like like dark version yeah of themselves in in the sense like mira is half snake um she's like like almost like a medusa looking character um yeah yeah so that was really cool i really like that one i was i was that was if that was the way to like going okay we're gonna kiss off the last uh last you know 15 movies during our flashpoint arc then this is how we're gonna go out and Go out in style. Did they go? It's that was that was, that was great. Maybe I have I'll have, maybe I have Jeremiah watch that one. Maybe he, we can ease him into uh, watching the animated but movies. I, for sure, the animated movies are a lot um, easier because they're very short. They they you know like you can just get into them, and um, 
yeah, I, I think more so if we're trying to get him in an entryway, like Flashpoint would be a like a great one. Although yes. before that, Red Hood was probably one of my favorite DC um, Ooh, animated yeah. movies. Yes, that was so. a, that was a good one too. Uh, so many. Um, you know what? I don't think they had any reveals of any of the DC animated right during this fandom. I don't. I didn't. I didn't uh, see anything. I saw the there was a Harley Quinn panel, uh, like ask Harley Quinn questions. Which see, that was another thing that was hard because were these? I, I don't think these zooms were actually live. I think they were all like pre-recorded oh, yeah. because it was like going, oh, let's ask a question from a fan. I go are you doing this right now? Or did you get these questions, you know, five days, 10 days prior? Like, did you seek out these questions and then like, okay, we're going to make sure that no one trolls us with some sort of like, you know, do you think Marvel's going to be, you know, beat you guys out in the future? Like, okay, we'll throw that question out type deal. So that was, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm pretty sure I, that they were pre-recorded. Like I, I, I can't remember. I think it might've been like the fat man beyond podcast where I think uh, Mark was, um, hosting one of the panels and he he had mentioned that he has to go pre-record them or even for um when kevin smith did comic-con i know he yeah. pre-recorded his panel for bill and ted as well uh, by the way I saw, yeah. bill and ted, saw, saw bill and ted last night uh not excellent but not bogus there's my that's my uh <laughs> there's my uh you know take on that um <laughs> So, all right. So that was our first video game, right? Let's get back into this. The second video game was the Suicide Squad, and it's Kill the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's still hard for me to wrap my brain around that Amanda Waller got is trying to set up a uh, you know a team to take down Superman or, or or the Justice League. Superman alone, it's the hardest thing to wrap my mind. Like going, how are you going to kill him? If you're gonna go dark side's way, like in Just League Dark, you go ahead and infuse his body with freaking kryptonite blood. Oh my god, so dark. I didn't mean to bring it back to that movie, but the fact that they infused him with that, you know, kryptonite yeah. S. Oh shit. And he was like basically, you know, for intents and purposes, like a regular human being. He didn't have any of his power set. And then yeah, going back to that movie, and then when he finally like unleashes like like every like they're able to like kind of get a step up on dark side and he becomes superman again yeah it's it's very like like i i i guess i should have seen it coming but i i was so enthralled in like different aspects of the movie that i um i didn't uh see that part coming did you feel like yourself get standing up and going yeah you're back like you did a little bit yeah yeah right now that's what it was like i saw the former shell of a man superman he looked like a run down to drug addict his eyes are all beady where they're all green and yeah. like he had that he's all he has that uh kind of like five o'clock shadow look like he looks like drunk superman from uh superman yeah. four right i'm like going well, he was like oh. aging now huh right i assume like he, oh, he was yes yeah that makes like sense. I, I feel like he was um aging more like a normal human i guess and so um yeah the very you saw the that you know the silver fox look where he kind of had like the, the gray on the side of his hair and like the beard and everything so yeah that was really cool oh man all right so back to the back to the video game sorry you get me yeah. uh, derailed there but yeah so this, so you're saying so this one is supposed to be part of the arkham series right so you're saying this is going to be in that universe it's so weird i don't know why you would, yeah. why would you do that yeah that's that's um i think that's by rocksteady too which was um the maker of those um games um but um that's what i I had read that that the suicide squad uh is uh, the game is part of the arkham universe with the the gotham knights is its own universe um 
because there's going to be some, I guess, some storyline or some nods to the previous games in the, in the Suicide Saga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just find it so, so weird, especially with the characters that you get to, that you're playing or that are going to be in the Suicide Squad game. Like going, how the hell are they going to really be, a, be any kind of match against, you know, the Justice League or anything like that? You crazy. God. Yeah. Well, and and this one I'm sure is going to be chock full of like downloadable characters and content, um, because the Suicide Squad is like ever changing and has so many um, fan favorite characters. I can't imagine that they're just going to have those four, um, you know, Boomerang, Deadshot, Harley, and King Shark. Which I'm yeah. surprised they brought King Shark in, um, because he hasn't been featured um, really in the movies or anything. But I guess um, they're they're steering away from that, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I could, I, especially with the Suicide Squad movie, which is also announced at the DC fandom, um, the sequel, um, you know, I, I can see a lot of them, uh, those characters also being downloadable content for this game. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure like DC knows that they're, DC knows what they're doing. Um, what do you think, um, what do you think causes the Justice League to, you know, become the villains in this uh, game? You think it's like the Injustice World? Um, Either the Injustice World, or I think it's uh, maybe you find that at the end, it's actually they're being uh, controlled by um, what's his name? Fuck, what the hell is his name? Not Brainiac. Brainiac. Oh, well, Brainiac would that would be pretty cool. Yeah, if if, they, if Brainiac was like you know kind of puppeteering this whole thing, uh, and you find out like let's say. 80% of the game, 75% of the game, you find out, oh, wait, I'm not here to kill the Justice League. I'm here to kill Brainiac. And then you got to go try and kill Brainiac. And then obviously your big bads are supposed to think, okay, we're not supposed to kill the Justice League because they don't know what's going on. Like, we just got to neutralize them to get to Brainiac to stop them. So maybe that's yeah. uh, maybe that's what the story is. But yeah, I, I don't see why, why the Justice League would actually turn heel. And now you need to have these guys like... Squad uh, was a task force X to come in and try and try and save the day, especially if it's going to yeah. be in the world of Ark, the Arkham series. And originally, I thought when it was because they only show Superman um, kind of being evil in, in the trailer, so I thought, okay, Red Kryptonite or something that has uh, caused Superman to be evil, and he would be the big, big bad guy, or at least you know the one that they would have to fight. But when the the announcement was, it was the whole Justice League. The question that came to mind was like, what's going to cause the whole Justice League to um, to be the villains uh, or the antagonists in the story? So, um, I'm looking forward to that one a lot as well. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I, I'm not big on buying next gen consoles, especially not like right at the beginning. Yeah, but man, am I am I like really starting to feel like I, I need to put in a, a pre order for some of this? Yeah, I know. It's it's like you're gonna get that a uh, whole like okay, I was gonna hold off. But not, I need it now. Like these game, these these companion games are gonna are gonna you know force your hand, Nico. You're gonna be at GameStop at midnight. <laughs> oh, actually, what you do is you wait because I'm sure, like when the games come out in 2021, so the new next gen consoles come out this winter, so you can hold off. When the games come out, they'll probably have like a special edition. Like, can you imagine yeah. a Gotham, Gotham Knights? You know, a special edition uh, Xbox or PS5. Holy crap! Yeah. It's gonna, and you or you get the, and you get to choose what what you want on it. Like which which uh, Gotham that you want on it? Okay, see, too much money, too much money, man. Just take it all, just just take it all, man. Don't take it all, DC. Uh, actually, the sad thing about the the whole thing about the fandom was was it was a week after they did massive layoffs. That was. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, 
So I wonder if like they had all these people working on it and they're like, oh, well, we don't need you after this point. (laughs) Right. I'm pretty sure there was, it was kind of salty in this. Like people are going, I don't want to, you know, I don't care about your stupid fandom. You fired me. And then like, I mean, you've laid off a a massive, like, you know, group of people like, and for you guys to kind of like, okay, well now let's celebrate, celebrate us, celebrate you, the fans like going, um, you just fired a shitload of people, man. Like you guys really want to be celebrating right now. It's kind of like bad taste. Yeah. Like, but, um, bad taste for them. Great for us because yeah, you know, they're giving us all this content. So, and it looks like the gameplay of, of, of this could be open world, just like the Arkham, Arkham series. I was going to, I, I just don't know if you are just going to be changing characters throughout the storyline or if it's going to be, you're choosing a character to beat the game once, or you could choose another character to beat again. I mean, if they were smart to get more gameplay out of this or more, whatever, like, yeah, you, you choose that going, all right, if I could beat this game with Harley, you'll have this ending. If I beat this game all the way through with, you know, the dead shot, then, uh, I'll see another ending or, you know, it plays out differently. Kind of like choose your own adventure. I think, if you could only, if especially if the game is only say, total, sit down time, six seven hours, straight play, if, like all right, well that, that that you know that was it. Like I beat the game. They're going well now. Beat it, you know, four other times with four different characters for four different outcomes. Yeah. They should get your money's worth that way. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this one folds out. I wonder if it's going to be like co-op, um, or if it's like because I mean again you're playing as a team, so I feel like. It, you no wouldn't guessed. get the same feeling as if you were just playing one individual character throughout, you know, um, the whole thing. It's kind of like, you know, the new Avengers game that's coming out, um, mm-hmm. I think, like in a week or so. Um, it, my only thing with that is, like, with the Batman games, Batman's a lone, you know, lone wolf. So playing him and, and making him feel like, same with the Spider-Man game, right? But playing as a whole team, when you have a, or when you have a game based on a whole team... I guess this goes for the Gotham Knights too. Like, I, w- I hope that you'd be able to somehow like switch back or they make it an, a, pl- enjoyable enough for you to not just like feel like you pick one character and you're stuck with that character and then like you just kind of got to follow through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see when that, uh, we'll see when that, when that comes out. But it, yeah, it's just weird. I'm seeing, I'm looking at the thing right now. It has like the target on Superman's head. Really, Deadshot? How are you going? That, that's their, I guess their logo. They're showing the Suicide Squad target on Superman's head. Like, that's your kryptonite bullets. You're not going to do anything. And last I looked, Deadshot, you don't have access to that. Well, I like how uh, Captain Boomerang throws a boomerang at him at the very end of the trailer and they're like, it was him. <laughs> yeah, Captain Boomerang. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that that character something else. Um, all right, so those are that's what we have for the video game announcements. Now let's jump into like the meaty flesh of this all. Um, so they started off the first uh, movie. They started off with was with Wonder Woman, which was supposed to be out this year. Yeah, I think that's it's still not, supposed to come out in November. I think it's late, right? Oh, they're really holding hope, huh? I mean. Yeah. They let new mutants out finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll I'll be watching that in a couple a couple weeks on Redbox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see. Let me pull this up. Because yeah, I think, I think it's scheduled for this November. But it was supposed to come out. What was the original original date for that? Was that was that early this year? Right. Oh, Earlier. Yeah, early this year. Um, I, I I don't know if it was supposed to be summer or like. 
early spring, I want to say maybe. Um, but yeah, right now it's saying that it's supposed to come out October 2nd. Oh, October. Oh, yeah. shoot. You know what? You know what I'm going to hate though? Is the fact that if they do release in the theaters, living in the wonderful state that we're living in right now, as in not just the, the like state, I'm talking about the state of California, we can yeah. we can't go to a movie theater. So it's 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 yeah. it's, it's it's bullshit. Like I wanted, to, I actually did want to watch New Mutants, and like going, okay, like I want to finally you know see what all the hype was about before you know kind of died down and lost steam. And now I'm just like going, like it's out in theaters. Like why didn't you just make it streaming, man? Like horrible but now with wonder woman yeah i i, I want to see I, I do want to see that in person like in, in a theater it would be great don't even get started i i, I am i'm i mean te- uh tenet comes out in a week or two and i think it's being released pretty much all over the world except for here um and i'm really disappointed at that because i was really looking forward to that movie but yeah i i will see i mean i think new mutants um was the first movie to be released in the theaters for the theaters that are allowed to have them. And then um, I think there are a couple other releases towards the end of this year, like um, Dune or some okay. big name ones that are about to come out. I don't know if they're, they're still going to release depends on, on how everything's going, but yeah, I don't know. We can't do anything. You know, Mulan's coming to streaming. I know it's just gears here, but Mulan's coming to streaming. So we'll yeah, see they're if mishand- that. They're, they're mishandling that too. I'm already paying paying my disney disney pre, uh you know plus price why are you making me pay an extra 30 30 dollars guy i don't want to pay 30 dollars for freaking mulan without eddie murphy the smart talking dragon mushu no yeah i'm not paying i mean okay i know we're we're off topic here but so i at first i was like no way i'm gonna pay that much but if you think about like two movie tickets you know that's that's the price of two movie tickets plus you own it afterwards so you can watch it as many times as you want and you can watch it with like you know, have one person pay or everyone pay like two bucks and you can watch it with, uh, you know, 15 people at your, well, you, I guess you can't do that in, in, in quarantine times, but you know, um, you have a, no, least, you said you have, you have uh, a speakeasy, you have one of those like speakeasies yeah. at your house and you watch movies. Project it right in your neighborhood, watch it on the street, you know, That's um, right. but I see what they're doing. Like it was a very expensive movie. So when you think about it, the price point makes sense, even though it sounds like a lot right now. Um, not that I'm sure if I'd still pay 30 bucks, but I, I can see where they're coming from. That, that was, that looks like it was an expensive movie. I know. I, I feel the handle on that, that take. Yeah. You're talking to a guy that I, I bought, I bought Bill and Ted part three, uh, part three last night and I sat there and watched it. I, how, much, it how, how much was Bill and Ted? Because I, I, I do want to see that. It was nineteen ninety nine, right? Okay. To uh, whatever uh, for to rent, right? Oh, but for five dollars more, for five, I'm doing the five dollars more. I get to keep it. So what oh. do you think I did? I kept it. Now I bought it for twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, if you want, if you want, um, I will share my info so then you can save and just rent it for me. <laughs> Because I don't know if you want to use twenty bucks, man. I'll, I'll, I'll Venmo you like ten bucks. See, there we go. We <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so so I guess yeah, it's not. It's just weird with with the fact that I guess you're paying already a monthly, you know, uh, premium. Um, well, yeah, like, that's true. It's 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 just like oh, I have to pay extra, but I thought I was getting all this exclusive content already from you guys. But I mean, I get it. Yeah, the movie Wait, studio back it. Yeah, there you go. Hamilton, the four-hour, four-hour uh, movie, or you know, three hours. Oh God, I you know I didn't even finish watching it yet. 
I watched it. Uh, I watched the it intro and I got, yeah, I got I got distracted, but I, it's still <laughs> definitely something I'm 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 gonna watch. I mean, the, the hype on that one is pretty big, and yeah. that was supposed to release in theaters too. Yeah, it was. So and yeah, they didn't. So, and they didn't. They didn't and charge it out. So what was the other one? There was another like animated movie that came out. Oh, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, no, oh, was you mean uh, Trolls or Scoob? Or maybe Scoob was did that come out on Disney Plus? Oh no, okay. no, Scoob didn't come out on Disney Plus. None of those the uh, Trolls and Scoob didn't come out. Uh, but they did come out on Amazon for like early access release. Oh no, no, I, I I can't think of it right now. But I think there was another. Oh oh oh, friggin' um, oh gosh, not Percy Jackson. What is? Oh, oh Artemis Fowl. Artemis yes. Fowl, right? Was supposed to get the theaters too. So they they are they're throwing us a couple bones there and be like, okay, um, you know, here's some free stuff that we you would have had to pay for, but. So, anyways, I mean, off topic, but you're right though. I mean, how, how much did Artemis Fall take to uh, you know make this much? How much did Mulan? Okay, you know what, guys, we can't give this one for free. We are yeah. in the red right now, <laughs> especially yeah. if parks are not open. Um, okay, so let's, yeah, let's get back on track here. So, Wonder Woman eighty four, which is uh, such a weird title for it. I understand it, but it just okay. Uh, here is their trailer that uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play. And which which was part of the fandom. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. The time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. had everything while people like me have had nothing well that's my turn get used to it Will they will they shoot at us? Barbara, what did you do? so keen on this one i figure uh, you are but you know what? i'm ready to go i think we can do better parachute pants yeah um does, it, does everybody parachute now? first thoughts on the latest trailer for wonder woman 84 1984 
Um, well, to be honest, I, I, I feel like there was not much in there that was different from the previous trailer, except, of course, like they added the now uh, the reveal of uh, Kristen Wiig's uh, cheetah, like her CGI form, or at least her final form, what looks like it's going to be the film. Um, I, I'm still I was still excited about this film from the get go. So um, I would have watched it. Um, I think I, I told you this. I'm not sure if I if I'm happy with the look of, of cheetah though we'll see i mean you only see it for a couple of seconds um and it is blurry um uh, and it's really dark so i wonder what it'll actually look like uh in the theaters or if it'll come out good but just 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 first um you know impressions i i, I was not happy with that look but other than that i'm I, i'm still all for this film did, did your hype level go up a little bit or is it stay the same um a little bit because I had heard um, – well, first of all, I'm, I'm glad that they are doing the full cheetah form because I had heard that um, they might not go that route and and she would be more like feline-esque uh, in a sense, but kind of like wear cheetah print and type thing, oh. um, but not necessarily actually have um, like the full cheetah form. Um, and it would something be like – it would be a progressive thing where they would do maybe in later movies or um, in a future film. Um <laughs> So I, I'm glad they are kind of going with that. I'm just not, yeah. Like so, the hype level did go up, um, but it was already pretty high. Maybe that's why they did it. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, when like Cheetah Print was like really in, right? And maybe that's maybe you're right. Maybe they were gonna go the route of like, all right, let's just dress up in Cheetah gear, but not make her actual yeah. Cheetah. Yeah. And, but then you know, and, probably and, they, got, they got feedback and said, no, no, we have to make her Cheetah-ish. And the one thing that I that that did keep coming to mind is that you know the whole thing with um with uh you know diana the uh, wonder woman in the dc universe is that she supposedly had kind of like disappeared off the map up until you know uh be batman versus superman or um, justice league Mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering how they're going to cover that up or if they're going to even um going to explain you know obviously she's fighting a uh a cheetah woman um and she's made herself public in in 1984 i can see how in world war one and the first one she you know there's not much cameras out there and and um you know she can disappear but now it's a little bit more modern times i'm just wondering how that would um if that if that if that's even gonna be touched on yeah um my my uh my whole take on this on this latest trailer was like it ticked up my interest even more. I, I was like you on board already. I love the first uh, Wonder Woman. Well, I won't say love, but I I did really like the Wonder Woman movie uh, first time around. Patty Jenkins and her crew did a you know magnificent job bringing it to the big screen, and the fact that she's still the same director, so you got the same passion still uh, firing up behind this project, and. Uh, you know, you have a, a it looks like a pretty you know decent storyline. Now, as far as same question that I was going to have um, with how are you going to explain how she was off the face of the earth? No one knew her, yeah. right? From between World War One up into BVS, right? I think it has to do with uh, the villain uh, that is played by Pedro uh, Pascal, Maxwell Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because one of his abilities is telepathic. Uh, persuasion right so maybe at one point he tells everyone because i guess you see in the trailer right he's he's on tv i guess he's like a you know maybe televangelist or some some sort of personality where he he broadcasts over the over tv 
something or like going, you never know who one woman is. You don't know who she is. And it just maybe wiped everyone's memory of like, Oh, who is this? What? I don't know who that is. Or maybe that's, maybe that's how they're going to, you know, remedy that kind of a, you know, um, plot hole. But, um, as far as cheetah, uh, Mark has brought it up, right? Where she said, he's like, oh, she kind of reminds me of the Michelle Pfeiffer character from Batman Returns. <laughs> where yeah. After watching it again, now I'm thinking it's actually something else. I think she's like more like Jim Carrey's Riddler in Batman Forever. Where, because <laughs> she, she tells Diana, or I mean, you hear the voiceover, it's like, oh, like you, you, you have everything. I have nothing kind of, kind of you know, line. Where I'm like, oh, you have that kind of this envy of, of a, a Diana Prince. And you want you want that kind of uh, notoriety. You want that recognition. So, just like Riddler and how he's like, oh, I want Bruce Wayne to to like me. Um, I'm Edward Enigma. I, I'll I'll mirror you. I'll I'll make a company mm-hmm. and I'll you know whatever. I, I that's I feel they're going to go that route with uh, with Cheetah, in which the costuming of Cheetah, like you say, it's hard to tell. Dark. It's dark. The CGI is maybe still needs to be cleaned up. Um. It still reminded me of like the Cats movie that released last year. Where I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> with or without the buttholes? With with the buttholes. <laughs> Nothing but buttholes in this. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I the one question actually that's actually still plaguing me is how the hell is Chris Pine still alive? Someone explain to me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, someone said that there might be magic involved. Um, because I think there's a, a clip where, um, see, I didn't know about Maxwell Lord and his um, like abilities. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was more of a Lex Luthor uh, type bad guy, kind of just like genius, um, you know, uh, really rich. Yeah. Um, but I think there's there is a clip where it seems like he's holding something that's glowing, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like winds going on. So I, I I thought maybe there'd be some sort of like magical artifact that would grant him some power, which uh, which would then um, grant. Um, Kristen Wiig's character, I, I, I don't know her uh, name in the movie, uh, yeah. the ability to turn to Cheetah. Because obviously she doesn't turn to Cheetah right away, right? It looks like she kind of all of a sudden gets, um, you know, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more, um, you know, confident. And then it, it becomes a progression in the movie where she eventually um, turns into that final form. Um, so that's that's kind of what i thought so maybe that's how um chris pine comes back maybe i don't know it, it seems like something maybe tied to like granting people's desires or something like that got it and you're thinking maybe i just don't know now at the end well yeah maybe diane diana comes in touch with it and brings him back but then you think are they gonna kill him off again <laughs> by the end of this right. movie do you think he's right. gonna stick around because then again jump jump forward 20 years into the justice league movie he's nowhere to be found so mm. it's it was trying to be <laughs> sad to see oh we killed him off in the first movie we're bringing him back just to kill him off again you know god i hope think? not I'd, I'd feel bad for chris pine going, oh you can't catch a break here you just we'll kill you and then we're gonna revive you just to kill you again like like oh all right yeah but we never know because flashpoint may happen and there will be some some things, another announcement um, that fandom dropped on us. But um, uh, wrapping up the Wonder Woman trailer and everything, I do you think they're going to do the Invisible Jet? It looked like 
they were kind of hinting to it when he got in the jet and they're going, oh, don't worry. If they don't, you know, the way I fly, they'll never see me. And I'm like going, oh, but she said, what about radar? I'm like going, oh, oh, are you going to do the invisible jet? But it didn't, you couldn't see it. You only just saw it in the cockpit the whole time. So I'm going, oh, what are you, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely think they're going to do something with it. Like, they're, they definitely teased it for a reason. Like they're not just going to tease it and, 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 and kind of like leave it at that. Um, I, I feel like there's going to be some nod or a hint to it. Some ups of sour. Yeah. They're not, and they're, they're I think they're going to tease it, not cheese it by making them like, you just see their floating bodies in the air like this, <laughs> right? It's actually going to be Why like, not? Why not? Let's, do the, let's do the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> just, the, just their hands. Yeah. sticking out of here. <laughs> I'm thinking about that Family Guy episode. I don't know if you ever saw it when uh, they were spoofing uh, the Invisible Jet. Did you ever yeah, see that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, hey, Wonder Woman, are you uh, taking the Invisible Jet for a ride? Is it, I'm actually in the bathroom of the Invisible Jet. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I noticed that you didn't wash your hands on the Invisible Sink. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, I, I can't wait. October... I'm crossing my fingers. Like I'm still hoping that we can go to the theaters or at least be able to watch it somewhere. I, I, I need to watch it. I need, I need something like Bill and Ted old guard extraction. These things are not holding me over. I, I need Mulan. I don't These won't, these won't hold me over. I need, I need, I need these, you know, uh, superhero movies now, you know, I can only watch, you know, oh, so many movies over and over again. Um, yeah. It's weird. I mean, we, we wouldn't, I mean, before this, we were getting like uh, a lot of people were saying like superhero saturated, you know, and like some people were getting to superhero fatigue. But now that we haven't had it in so long, it's like, just give me the stuff, you know, give me whatever. <laughs> you sound like a drug addict. Just give it to me, man. Just, just, just give it right, right to the veins. Just yeah. go ahead and just give it to me. Just, just a little bit. Apparently, Jamie Foxx and uh, Justin or Justin, uh, JGL got this, uh, you know, superhero movie that's on Netflix that I haven't seen yet, um, which isn't great, but I'm probably going to watch it <laughs> anyways. Yeah, no, it's uh, anything, anything with superhero wise, I'm going to, I'm going to jump right into, I mean, luckily we have Umbrella Academy and we had the boys hold us over. So that's right. Um, boys coming up. Okay. So uh, back onto the DC's fandom, we got, um, we got James Gunn and his, the Suicide Squad. It's not a, it's not supposed to be a direct sequel ish. I don't know how to take it because it's called the Suicide Squad instead of Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, but you have returning characters like Captain Boomerang, General Flag, and Harley Quinn. I'm not going. So, explain to us how this is not a sequel, and it, why you didn't have your in your title not called. You know, there's nothing that says it's a sequel except for the. I'm not going. What? Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the Fast and the Furious thing where they had. Fast and the Furious, and then the Fast and the Furious. Ah, you know, differentiate. You know, uh, the first movie and whatever the fifth movie it was, or <laughs> got it. So uh, all you have to do is just change it by is just just the word the. Yeah, and add you, an article, and you're, and you're fine. <laughs> and you're and you're fine. Um, all right, so we saw that, and how did you like the first one? Did I, I forget you were you you were kind of iffy on it, right? Already, like, eh. um, you know, I had I remember going into it not having like high expectations, and um, I found it entertaining. It wasn't great, but um, I. I was definitely like a lot of plot holes and a lot of like things that I could have done without. But for the most part, I was like, okay, you know, it's it's not fantastic or bad. Um, no. So I was okay with it. Yeah. 
Okay, so you you were still like okay, you, you it, it was you know you could digest it a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. It might not be what I wanted, but it's what I got, and I'm okay. I'm now flash forward to this what we're seeing now with James Gunn, who at the time unfortunately was you know let go by Marvel during the whole controversy of his tweets and his uh, background, and you know before they you know roll him back into the fold. He decides, like, all right, well, I'm going to go with DC and I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, direct their, uh, you know, C-Squad type uh, movie with Suicide Squad. And James Gunn, I have to say, this guy is just on fire, on fire because I'm like going, whoa, like, how are you going to take Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Shift gears to Marvel real quick. Guardians of the Galaxy, a B-minus, maybe C-Squad type deal. Um, no one knew who you know, yeah, even, no, even I mean, us. I, I knew of them very little, if anything, and, and I never took them seriously. If anything, I was going raccoon, rocket raccoon. What is that? Like, okay, yeah, blah blah blah. Big, um, and obscure heroes, right? Yeah, and then he's got us like over here embracing them, like going, "Oh my god, yes, more Star Lord! Oh, Groot! Yeah. I am Groot!" You know, so the, I I tr- fully trust him. You know, taking over. Uh, the Suicide Squad sequel, whatever it's going to be. And this guy's cast is deep, like deep yeah. cuts, like down to the bone marrow deep, like going, holy shit, dude. Like you had, you pulled a lot of strings to get a lot of people in this movie. I mean, God knows how long these, you know, characters are going to be in the movie because Suicide Squad, you know, anyone could go any minute. Amanda Waller, her happy little trigger, trigger finger can set off that explosive in their head. And I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like slipknot characters in this where it's going to be throwing away in the first 20 minutes. So that's what I was going to ask you is, is who do you think is not going to make it out of this film? There are a lot of, okay, so here's the thing. I, I, as a, as a, as a nerd and as someone who's feels like they're pretty familiar with like even the DC universe have never heard of a lot of these heroes. Not only that, like some of them look ridiculous. Um, and um, I, I think that's that's part of like the, the James Gunn, uh, you know, like the way he kind of takes obscure characters and makes them, you know, s- lovable. Um, but certainly not all of these guys are making out of this film alive. Yeah. So, you know, my question is, is not everyone's going to make it out alive. Who do, who do you think of all the characters uh, is, is most likely to uh, to not make it out of here? Who's going to who, who are we going to see his head explode? Oh, okay, so who's going to actually die? All right, so let's see yeah. here. You got Idris Elba, who's playing... Oh, no, you asked me... Uh, you also... Uh, Taika Waititi, who his character will be, right? Oh, that's right. Taika Waititi's in here. We don't know who his character is, and so we don't know... Like, I was thinking maybe he's like a full CGI character or or someone that, that's going to make a big impact that they don't want to kind of reveal yet. So I feel like he's he's good. Whatever happens to him, no matter who he is, I think he's going to live. Um. But some of these characters you got. Okay, here we go. Let's let's look right now. We're, I'm going down this list that yeah. I've pulled up here. So we got Idris Elba, who's going to be Bloodsport, which is a, a weird one. He was opposed. Everyone thought he was going to be the Deadshot 2.0. They did not go that route, and he's supposed to be just another kind of different kind of gun-toting baddie. Yeah, and, I, I feel um, like a lot of these guys are are kind of gun-toting baddies. Um, when we get down to it, but yeah. Yeah, so Bloodsport, yes, I think he's going to... Um, Idris Elba's character will live. Peacemaker John Cena. Mm. 
and and he has uh he's let's see here does he have what's his superhero he's, uh, doesn't really say here what his what his power set is but oh here we go but they did say he's supposed to be I heard him quote saying that he's like a douchey Captain America. <laughs> exactly what I saw here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be interesting to see. I don't actually think that he'll make it. He'll be, I think he'll be the one that I don't think he'll make, make it. I, I, uh, I'm hoping so because I just want to see, like, it'd just be funny to see like this big, like John Cena is like larger than life, you know, as far as uh, his wrestling persona goes and everything. And just to see him like his head explode, I think would be funny and it'd be good for laughs. Um, yeah. For, for this movie not that i necessarily want him die i just think it'll be like a good comedic moment or a good you know for the the plot and then you have the thinker played by peter capaldi one of the doctor who uh doctors mm-hmm. um he's gonna play the thinker which real quick is good i hope he does a better job than the thinker that was on the flash series because that was a horrible oh, season you, to watch yeah you went and watched a little bit more than i did you're a lucky man. You you knew, <laughs> when, to, you knew, you knew when to quit. Um, yeah, he's got like uh, telepathic abilities uh, and, okay. and superior intellect. I think he'll live. Okay. I think he'll I live. Think for me, I'm judging this based on like their star power. Like, I, I feel like you're, you're right. Like Idris Elba, I don't think they would kill him off. No. Um, yeah. So when I'm like, and then John Cena is kind of like on that guy cusp just because of name recognition. So I feel like, okay, great. Peter Capaldi, I think he's he's got name recognition for sure for those Doctor Who fans and nerd fans, but I think he's ex- dis- disposable as well. Now, the next guy on my list is Polka Dot Man, who is played by David, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, David Desmeshlin. Desmeshlin? Yeah. Uh, he's the guy in Ant-Man, right? Yes, he's one of um, uh, Michael Pena's, yeah, Michael Pena's crew. And, what would see, what's his let's see here what is his uh power set removable polka dots that can be used for a variety of purposes from deadly uh from deadly weapons to getaway vehicles see hearing that right there i don't know how he's going how james gunn's going to do it but i believe in james gunn that much that he's going to make this guy polka dot man lovable he's going to make him like some sort of like obscure, like so obscure, but it's going to be like so funny because he's going to be, oh, throw that polka dot. He's going to throw that polka dot and it's just going to turn into like something like horribly, you know, stupid. And I'm like, going, oh my God, like this is supposed to save our lives or someone's going to poke fun at him. He's like, what are you, what's your name? I'm polka dot man. And I'm going, polka dot man. What is this? The seventies? Like, Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> Beat it. Um, do I think he'll pass away? Yes. I think maybe one of his polka dots will betray him and he'll end up blowing up or something because of it. See, uh, I have the same exact thought as you. I, I think that he's so obscure and so ridiculous that like, how could this guy be anything more than like just a throwaway killer? But I feel like it's so obvious that James Gunn has begun to make him lovable in some way and actually find a way to make him useful. And he might be one of those like, oh, I can't believe he made it to the end. Hero. Ooh, okay. Just just because it's kind of like because he seems so obvious. Yeah, I've, I'm hoping you're right because I actually I do like his his character in uh, in Ant Man, even though it's as small as it is. It's just I think he can play it off pretty good. And then you have this one Rat Catcher by Daniela Mel- Melacor. I'm I know I'm butchering these names. Daniela Melacor Melacor Melchior. 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure. She's she's gonna be playing a woman who a character that can control rats. And this brings me up to the idea of when Jeremiah put that meme up or asked us, like, would run 10,000 army of rats? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I think think this one's going to be, I think she'll perish. I think someone, she'll like step into a big rat trap. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that gag is going to, you know, someone's going to say something. Oh, rat catcher. Watch out, everyone. She's got a big rat, uh, you know, mouse trap over there. You want her to get into it. You know, some, or like, oh, no, her weakness is cheese. And, you know, some stupid, something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, Blackguard, played by T, uh, Pete Davidson uh, from Saturday Night Live. Let's see here. Mm, he, what's his power set? I feel like he's gun toting. Yeah. Uh, a uh, powerful suit of armor. I don't. That's it. And got to hold and with guns. Yeah, I think he's gone. He's gone. He'll be. Will he be the Slipknot? Will he die within like the first five minutes? Uh, See, I, I I feel like there might be some some that, like one or two that go in the first five minutes, but then I feel like then there'll be a gradual like as the like a thinning out of the of the of the squad as the movie goes along. I don't think it's all going to happen at once. So, for him, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you which order that these guys would come in. I, I was maybe thinking of maybe Michael Rooker's character, um Savant. Um Do you hear what his power set which it's nice to see Michael Rooker and James Gunn reunite for this. Yeah. Um but his it appears that Rooker's portrayal of the professional blackmailer. That's that's part of your suicide squad? Amanda Waller, come on. Viola Davis, what's going on here? Why are you why did you get a professional blackmailer for this? That, that's what the, what the hell is this? Like even though like the photo I see of him, he's got like this all white hair and Yeah, I, I really know. weird looking, huh? Really weird looking. That's good. Albino, but that's what the power set is or what he brings to the table. He's a professional blackmailer. Got it. Super rich. All right. Super rich with, you know, with a camera. Um, oh, you know what? See, I thought King Shark was going to be, uh, what was going to be Taika Waititi, but it says here, uh, King Shark is Steve, uh, Iggy or AG or whatever, what his name is. So King Shark, do I think he's going to die? I hope not. I think he's going to be yeah. the root of the of the of the team, where he's going to be like this obscurish character. Where they're going, oh, you're not a human. You're some sort of half half human, half shark. And if Justice League Dark has any kind of a say in it, he maybe he'll just say the whole time, "I'm King Shark." Yeah. <laughs> um, King Shark is shark. <laughs> there you go. There, King Shark is shark. Uh, let's see here. Um, do I, I hope he doesn't die. So King Shark, that's yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't. Floyd TDK Belkin, Nathan Fillion's character. Uh, what is he? I think he's oh, gone. I think he's gone too. He seems to be a new one, just made for the movie. So if he has no real ties, no no kind of source okay. material, yes, he's gone. Yeah. And so everyone if like just for the movie, movie, then um, he's. I feel like he's definitely like the one they're going to make an example of right at the beginning. He might be. Ah. The first. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then you have Sean Gunn. Mm, any again, nepotism here with James Gunn? Uh, who's going to be in this movie? And who's going to play Weasel? Weasel? Yeah, 
what the hell? Like, I uh, I guess we're gonna have a rocket raccoon. I don't know how that's gonna play out, but uh, yeah. Okay, and then you got a uh, the javelin fluga Borg. I don't know yeah. about that guy. And then you have Harley Quinn. Oh no, here you go. See Mongol, Meiling Ning. I feel like she might be the powerhouse of she. She'll, she'll kind of be like the Gamora of this group. She, yeah, she does look like it. She looks like she's like a sword wielding type of uh, character. Let's see here, Soul Soria. She's playing once again another uh, gun toting uh, character. And then are we rounding it off with the Harley Quinn? Yeah, I, I, oh. obviously, I feel like she's the most untouchable out of everyone. Oh, and and General Flag. So those. Oh, and Captain Boomerang. So those, so oh, yeah, the, one, the three that you bring back, right? Are any of those three going to perish? Uh, who are the three? A Harley, Captain Boomerang, and um, the other one? Uh, was it General Flag or, or Colonel Flag? Oh. I want to say, I want to say I'm, I'm 90% sure that those, those three were, un, well, at least Harley and Boomerang are untouchable. And I think that 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 that's more to say if they give Captain Boomerang a little bit more to do um, in this film. The the fact that they brought him back when he had very little to do um, yes. in the last film, I feel like they have something they want to do with him. And James Gunn is is gonna is gonna try to kind of redeem this character in the sense that make him more um, a fan favorite. And I think if they do that, they're gonna definitely want to keep him. Uh, Rick Flag, I just feel like I don't know. Um, he he's kind of like their the government like liaison to this team. Right. So yeah, I feel like they need someone in, in that role to keep them in line. But I also feel like it doesn't have to be Rick Flag. Like they can easily like replace that role. Yeah. I, and I think in the, in the books, you know, Rick Flag has perished a couple of times. So I could see him being like the returning character that actually dies off in the beginning. So yeah, th- that the, the trailer, the teaser of it all looks like it's, Obviously, going to be a little bit darker. We don't know who really the villain is in this, right? It's not. It hasn't uh, been made. No, no, no. Superman. It, <laughs> that's why Henry Cavill wasn't didn't show up, right? You didn't. Yeah. Went, that was the reveal. Um, so you have you and you have. Oh, you know what? I did. Uh, I did appreciate oh, no, that. No, no, no. Wait, I think I did. I, I do remember seeing one of the posts saying that um, Starro or um, oh, that's right. Yes. Right. It's a, you know, a space-based uh, starfish-looking thing. So yeah, so there you go. So James Gunn is going to bring some not so grounded characters to to the DC world now. So we'll get a little bit more uh, outlandish w- with with what they're going to do. Um, so let's. Uh, I do have to say I appreciate them kind of uh, shedding off Harley Quinn's uh, colorful pink and blue and bright color. Uh, motif and they actually brought her back to black and black and red. So that yeah, was, yeah. And, the, and her costume wasn't like overly sexified. So I'm like, oh, thank you. Like you don't always have to, you know, make Mar- Margot Robbie such a you know sex symbol and like throw her out there. Like, good, thank God. But the movie looks like it's going to be, uh, you know, action packed. And I'm and I'm looking forward to James Gunn just you know going, you know, giving us showing us like the real suicide squad. That's what I'm going to say. It's, this is going to be the real suicide squad. David Ayers was like, mm, okay. Um, so the other uh, big news that was coming out of this, 
movie or fandom was one of them was was Black Adam. We didn't get an, we didn't get a we didn't get a trailer per se, but we did get like a kind of like a cinematic uh, living comic book. Yeah, right. Is that kind of like moving slides and everything? But I know Nico, you went six to midnight when you heard when you heard that voiceover. And I will lie, hearing you know hearing Dwayne the Rock Johnson's voice. And the way that he was just narrating how Black Adam is going to be like this game changer, it it makes you really think like, oh God, I'm going to be rooting for a villain now, or like, how are they, how are they going to make this? Because it seems like the by by what it looked like, it was he was he was a person who had good intentions, and then mm-hmm. and there was a heel turn at some point, right? Yeah. So I. I have two, two, two frame of thought here is that I think like the rock is, is too much of a like charismatic character that they, they wouldn't want him to necessarily play the villain. So I feel like they're going to make him more of an anti-hero kind of like what you said, where um, he, they're, they're going to kind of make him more sympathetic villain. Whereas I don't know, I'm, and I might be wrong, but as far as I know in the comics, black Adam is, is primarily a villain, like a, a bad guy. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they have the Justice Justice Society going up against him, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but then also they kept saying that tagline where the hierarchy of power is uh, is going to change. So in that sense, it seems like he's going to continue being a villain. But at the same time, I don't know um, if they're going to kind of see how this what the crowd reaction is to this, and then kind of play on um, where this might go. I mean, this this. Not, no filming has started. Like they really have a lot of time for this film to kind of like figure out what they want to do with it. I think what they did was kind of just give you the the, the background of um, of like where Black Adam comes from and kind of give you the the characters who are going to be in this film. Um, but it didn't really give you much of the storyline other than like obviously he's you know kind of he'll be an antagonist against the Justice Society. Um, but will he stay that way? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, with with it, let's see here. Black Adam is going to be going against Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher. Not really like home run hitters. If you ask me to stop someone like Black Adam, so if I'm thinking like about how they're going to play this whole thing out, is I think it's going to be set in earlier times, right? I think I think uh, it's especially when you're going to have someone like Hawkman. Like if you were going to have someone like Hawkman. In, in present day, you think he would have been in BVS, or you think there would have been more like hoopla about him in Justice League or something. Something. So I think yeah. this is going to be. And and since since uh, Shazam and Black Adam seem to be more like uh, dealing with mythology and stuff, I could see it being set in like older times, and maybe the it ends with Black Adam, uh, kind of semi defeating the JSA, as well as like him getting. Uh, encapsulated and being uh, kind of Captain America, like he gets frozen somewhere, or he gets like uh, like imprisoned for him to come out for Shazam two, or wherever they decide to release the Rock in the hierarchy of you know of the of the DCEU. Because I, I I just don't know like why uh, Black Adam would not have been mentioned or not, uh, you know any notes in any of the movies prior prior to this one. So. I'm saying this is going to be a preface to everything, and then he'll he'll make his reappearance in the present day in a future uh, one of the future films. 
and that's how you shake up the hierarchy. Yeah, you can't you can't have Black Adam and not have him go up against Shazam or uh, Superman. You know, I feel like you. I mean, if you're going to introduce them, you're introducing them for the reason to be able to see that 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 future battle or that that uh, conflict between those characters. I would like to see uh, him go against uh, Henry Cavill because those two oh, guys yeah. look like. I think that's. A, I mean, I know he's Shazam's, uh, you know, main baddie, but I mean, if I'm looking at. And like going, okay, now I need to see two Titans go against each other. I'm sorry, I can't. Stature, right? I still can't buy Zachary Levi with. You know what? I know the, I know those those muscles are not real from Shazam, because yeah. there was a video, of weeks ago when he was promoting the Fandom, and he did this motion, right? He kind of like was pointing up, and he was like, you could kind of see his bicep. I was going, bruh, there's no way in hell that you're gonna tell me those pythons that I saw on screen are real, because what I'm seeing right yeah. now on your Instagram that doesn't look right. Like that's, that's, that's totally fake. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I feel that like was Kenny was more real. Yeah. It was a full on padded suit. I mean, he did bulk up, like, don't get me wrong. He did really like tone up and get really big for the movie, but nowhere near as, as what they wanted. And you're right. Like the stature of just having the rock and Henry Cavill on, on, on the same frame together. Like, even if it's just like a stare down, like that is such a, you know, a tease to not have that happen. If you're going to break this character or maybe have Henry Cavill have Shazam and Superman go against uh, black Adam. There you go. If yeah. that would make sense, like the rock is just that badass that you got to need two of these kind of like super strong flying superheroes, flying, you know, going against them. That's uh, more believable. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, you know, we don't know what we don't, and we don't know when that movie black Adam is going to actually be premiering. We don't even, they haven't even started. Like you said, yeah, yeah, that that one is, um, yeah. I, I mean, they've announced that like, the Rock was going to be Black Adam years ago, but it's been kind of like a stage of like they they you know are still in development because there's a certain order that they want their movies to come out in, and, and, and yeah, now right now we <laughs> sure. can't film anything. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Um, so all right, so that was Black Adam. Unfortunately, we didn't get too much out of it. Though we did still, it still did tick our fancy. Like I said, I know Nico, you were like, you you hulked up on that one. Oh yeah. So I, I don't know how I'm trying to balance these last two things here. These are big ones. So let's go. I'm going to say Justice League 2.0, Zachary Snyder cut. Zach, I don't know why I keep calling him Zachary. Zachary Zach Snyder. Snyder. <laughs> Zach Snyder's cut is being released. We all know that it's going to be on HBO Max. And then it was revealed, actually, that this movie is going to be like a four-parter, four one-hour parts. And that's making me... And I'm just like wondering, like, holy shit, that is going to be quite the movie. This is... They're throwing Josh Whedon's movie out altogether, right? This is a this is a brand new movie. So I don't know why they're calling it Justice League, the uh, Zack Snyder cut. Just call it Z, Just call it Justice League. And you can call... And then you can call uh, Justice League the Whedon cut if you want. But no one wants to see that cut. Do you think so? The question I I, I was thinking. Uh, so from this point on, if they release this version, are our sequels, our Justice League sequels, or movies that are going to be related to this film, are they going to then go off of what was shown in the Snyder cut or the Joss Whedon cut? Like, because I I don't know. Like, obviously, like I mean, the hype for it seems like everyone wants to see the Snyder cut and that it could potentially be a lot better and more, um, you know, something of what the fans expected. Um, getting the Snyder cut, but moving forward, then do they 
do they frame their, the, the movies based off of that Snyder cut or of what happened in, in Justice League? Because it, 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 there's potentially very big differences, not just like minor little cutscenes here and there, if it's, especially if it's going to be four hours long. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Flashpoint? You saw the Flash movie, so and which has not been made, and I don't and I think they could obviously retcon everything they want with with their with that script. And I go, okay, let's go ahead and say that the Whedon cut was something in a multiverse that was a yeah. horrible, horrible dream, right? Maybe you know, damn you, Maxwell Lord, you you uh, you know, you 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 know put this uh persuaded us into watching this crap town movie of Justice League when there was actually a real version out there. I mean, I don't know. Um that's, but I mean, again, I I don't know. I was already making this I, when the first trailer showed when it was still a Snyder cut movie before Joss Whedon came on. I already was was uh, had felt like this was not going to be a great movie. So I don't know. I'm excited to see this. I want to see a different version. I want to see what Snyder's vision was. But I also don't know that it's going to be that much better or feel like it might dramatically change my perception of what the whole like DC universe is about. In other words, you can't unsee what you saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, I, I don't even know if I told you this. I, I, I gave justice league and BBS another shot, uh, not too long ago, like earlier in the summer, just because I wanted to go and watching it again, knowing what I was going to get and to see if it was any better. And no, uh, not, not very much. Like I, even knowing that it wasn't going to be great and, and knowing what to expect, I didn't feel any different about it, um, much different about it um, after watching it a second time. And this was the, this was the second time I've seen it since watching the theaters, you know, those years ago. So we'll see. I don't know. What do you think? Well, as I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching this trailer again right now, and it looks like it's, it looks like it's going to be a, totally different movie and from what i'm hearing like they're, how much money they're pumping into reshoots and stuff it's it's going to be totally new and the fact that the opening scene of this of this trailer shows dark side so yeah. it's going to be i feel like it's going to be totally different you're seeing black suit superman you're seeing obviously Zack snyder darker tones you're seeing a broken down uh, hall of justice i i feel i feel like this movie it has potential to Bring the, bring it to what it was supposed to be uh, before uh, Zach had left the project uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances. I do have to say though, they're putting a lot of eggs in their basket because since it left such a sour taste in our mouths, mm-hmm. that them playing this here, look, it's playing that song. That's really heavy. That's that's giving you like kind of. A, uh, a, a sense of like a, oh a revival like something's gonna you know be brought back to life in which case you're putting a lot of eggs in your basket to make me feel like this is gonna be a game changer and if it ends up being I saw everything in this trailer and those were your changes like yeah I, look yeah you're right here you go in the trailer you're seeing Aquaman and Mira have an interaction again I kind of want to know like when where everything was that light in Aquaman to this you're seeing more of a cyborg story, which, you know, is pretty cool. And let's see, you're seeing more of the mother box being, being used. It, it, it looks like it's going to have more of the, uh, the Amazons. You're still going to see, uh, Stephen Wolf. Maybe, maybe Stephen Wolf will still be Steve. <laughs> Stephen Wolf will still be the main baddie, but I think yeah. you'll see dark side at least make his appearance. 
you still have, well, unfortunately, Ezra Miller as your Flash. Yeah. <laughs> That's someone I still can't get behind. I, I, I hated his portrayal of Flash. Yeah, I, I mean, and he still runs goofy in this, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you remember, though, that they did have uh, a thing called Unite the Seven when they were hyping up uh, just League the first time? Mm-hmm. Do you think the seventh member will now should be shown? Um. Well, okay. So in in the in the the Whedon version, right when they showed that ancient battle where they had you know all the forces of Earth join together to fight against Steppenwolf, well, yeah. you see Green Lanterns in the background. Yes. Um. So I mean, there's speculation that that Green Lantern could be um one of those those characters that okay. was uh you know that that would be of the seven, right? Because who, who's in the Justice League? Is that five? Six. Uh, six. We're at six. six, six. Got, oh, uh, so Batman, the, the, we are missing the one, right? Batman. Yeah, okay. You're right. So, um, I would say it would yeah. be a Green Lantern. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like uh, uh, Ben Affleck is coming back on board with DC, so he's going to be in the reshoots for this. He's going to be in the Flashpoint movie, which, mm-hmm. you know, was nothing too much was revealed except for a new suit, which is, thank God, because that one that Barry had... In, in the Justice League movies looked like more like armor, not more like it's supposed to look like in the car- comic books and even in the TV show right. um, with Michael Keaton. And they're going to do a, the Flashpoint thing where it's going to, oops, uh, you're going to sh- uh, sh- sew up all the plot holes from when, when 1984 BVS, Aquaman, or anything like that. Uh, I am going to, I guess, uh, subscribe to HBO Max now. Uh, I'll share my account information with you, Nico. So then we'll just go ahead and do the little havesy havesies. And- <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm already. Uh, I'm sharing an account with Jackson. So <laughs> perfect. Oh, I got to hit him up then. Uh, we'll make we'll make yeah. it a you know th- a three way three way share. Um, so yeah, I'll tell you I this about the 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 Snyder Cut. I'm not sure if you knew about this, but did you know that Jim Lee, when they were making the Justice League uh, movie, he kind of did a three. Uh, three uh part storyboard as to what he thought would be the best way to create the justice league trilogy right uh-huh. back when they were first started to make it did, did you know about this no so his storyboards were and you can look this up were basically so the first movie is introduced to the justice league as, as we got right now right steppenwolf would still be the bad guy but as the portal closes when he's getting uh you know pulled in to that um uh mother box mm-hmm. at the very end of the justice league movie you yeah. would see dark side. And so then the second movie, right? The empire strikes back of the trilogy would be a lot darker where the, the heroes would then go, go to apocalypse to fight dark side. Right. Okay. And, and they would fight dark side. They would lose. And that's how the movie would end. They would be their, their infinity war version. Right. And then the final movie would be um, on earth where dark side has taken over earth and where you see that nightmare version in Batman's um, in Batman's vision, right? And you see the Earth has been taken over, and it's like desolate, and 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 uh, and now it's ruled by Darkseid. And then the the film would focus on how they are going to revert that, which would then um, flip over to some sort of flashpoint. Sound familiar? <sighs> That's just the dark apocalypse war. God, so, it's, it's coming full circle. Why didn't you just do this in the first place, DC? Well, well, that's what the thing was, is like, so that was that was Jim Lee's plan, or like that's kind of what he storyboarded it. And so when I heard about this, that Justice League Dark coming around, like it, someone told me like it, it's 
they're loosely going to base it off of what Jim Lee had storyboarded for them. Um, and, and, and because obviously at that time when they created the, the animated movie, there was no, no uh, plans for a sequel. Um, so they didn't know. So they go ahead and didn't want to waste that storyline and they made it into Justice League. So if, if that is where they're going to eventually head to, to a, a similar plot line, um, using the Snyder version, then I'm all for that. Because like we just talked, the Apocalypse War um, animated film was was pretty amazing. So if, if that's where we're headed, then man, DC is is making a, mon- uh, a run for the Marvel's money. And that's why Jim Lee did not get fired from DC during those cuts. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been brilliant. DC. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Right. I mean, it, I, it makes sense. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know where where they're gonna go with this. I'm hoping they're gonna go with what you just said. That'd be that'd be great and that'd be awesome. Um. So yeah, we'll, we'll wait until uh, 2021 for the for that HBO Max four part series. I can't yeah. wait. That it's gonna be awesome. And the last thing to wrap up this whole thing, in which kind of wrapped up that night, anyways, was the Batman, Matt Reeves, Robert Benson. The Batman. It's kind of like the Joker, where it's you, you, uh, you shared the news. It was it's going to be on Earth too, right? What is this? Yeah, so it's it's supposed to be um, in a separate universe than the Justice League, right? So it's its own thing, um, but it's going to be a, a year two Batman. So he's oh, two. he's not quite a, yeah he's not quite like the seasoned um, Batman that we all know, but he's not this is not his first foray into like crime fighting. So it's not, thank God, it's not going to be an origin story. Um, and it seems like they're going to go more into, you know, him kind of like, uh, becoming more a refined hero. So uh, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, I guess is, uh, the rough start, like the kind of the Kickstarter of Batman, right? You're kind of like, okay, I'm still rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. I know I want vengeance cause you know, I'm trying to do good, but he doesn't know. Really know. I could see that because during that one scene from the trailer, you see the group of baddies that say, uh, "Who are you supposed to be?" And he just lays waste to that one clown in that makeup. Just wow, wow! Like, I was like, "Whoa, this is not the Batman that I don't think I'm supposed to be seeing right now." And then he just says, like, "I am vengeance." I'm going, oh, "You're yeah, you're vengeance, all right, buddy." And I know my first reaction was like, eh, "I don't know if I'm going to be into this, the Batman." But that's how I felt about the Joker. Then I saw the Joker and I thought, whoa, that was a great movie. I know you have different <laughs> opinions. Um, yeah, I was not a fan of the Joker. Um, but the Batman, though, uh, it's sunk. As I watched that trailer like a couple more times, it made me think, like, okay, this is... And then what you had just explained and saying, this is more of not a refined Batman. So I have to get that out of my head. This is not the cerebral assassin Batman. Like he's supposed to know your weaknesses and everything. He's still wet behind the ears. He's still kind of controlling the fact that like, okay, I don't want to kill anyone per se. I have, my hands are shaking. I want to kill these, you know, these villains. I want to be a straight up like murder, death, kill vigilante, but I got to be like, no, I'm going to kind of, you know, hold my, hold back my punches <laughs> and uh, not, you know, not, not go like Red Bull on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it just seems so why I'm more excited about this um, is because I feel like they're going to play up the detective version of Batman that we don't see in a lot of the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they see him, you know, being the superhero or or the one that's, you know, able to outthink the villains. But you never see him really as um, 
the detective, like he's also um, come to be known as. And with the villain being, um, I, I guess, supposedly it seems to be the Riddler and the Riddler being mm-hmm. very, more, um, it, it seems like he's purposely leaving clues, but also very, I don't know, like I got, I, I got, I really got like a, uh, a sense of dread for what, what the Riddler could be in this, in this film. Um, almost like kind of like one of those uh, to catch a like killer type movies where Batman is like the detective you know, and, and you're trying to figure out like the clues that will eventually lead you. So I, I got that sense of it from the film and I, I, I'm kind of excited to see that aspect, which we haven't seen um, portrayed in any of the films very much. You're right. The, the, the Cape Crusader is what we've always been seeing. The, the, the man who yeah, with, all the, with the gadget, with the gadgets, the, I've got, you know, a Batmobile, I've got, I've got a, you know, a, a cave with all this technology, you know, let, let's remove, let's strip him down to, and that's why his, his suit isn't as refined as, as everyone has been accustomed to seeing. Like there's no, thank God there's no nipples on this bad suit. <laughs> but I mean, it seems like, yeah, it's more kind of like amazing Spider-Man-ish. Um, oh, that, was, that was an origin story, but uh, either way, yeah, not an origin story. So we're seeing him three, four years removed. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You, year two removed from, from actually starting to take out the mantle of I'm going to be uh, a hero. I'm going to be a, a vigilante and it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I do like uh, Jeffrey Wright's character of, uh, of commissioner Gordon, who's going to have his own series on HBO max. So, and it's going to be in the same universe of the Batman. So, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and I think they're saying that's going to be year one. Yes, I think so. Got- is it called Gotham? Just Gotham, or it's not called Gotham. No, no, uh, Gotham PD. Gotham PD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you really so had that, a Gotham. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm not like this. This didn't get me like, oh my god, I got, I can't wait to see this. Um, but it definitely got me excited. It got me more so than Wonder Woman. I think like it, it hyped me up more so because, I mean, I've heard people say that, especially Robert Pattinson. Um, mm-hmm. you know. Really, a lot of people haven't seen him since the Twilight series, but I know he's been doing a lot of indie films where he really has really good acting chops. And so this, I feel like this is a return to kind of like the more pop culture uh, away from those indie films. And so I'm really uh, curious to see how his portrayal of Batman is going to be. I I mean, what did you think of his voice? Did you think the voice? um, I, I think it sounded better than Christian Bale's. Yes, there you go. It's not as ridiculous yeah. as a Batman. Like, whoa, whoa, easy. Where is Rachel? Yeah. Um, not Rachel, as ridiculous. I'm coming for you. It doesn't like he's got like, a bag of marbles in his mouth. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and so this is the crazy thing is I got pretty hyped up for this movie. And then um, later I found out that only 25% of the film has been, or the movie has been filmed. Yes. So to get like all these cool little shots and kind of like already getting me hyped up for just with what they had on hand, because obviously they had to stop filming um, makes me really wonder what else is, is, is left. What is, what is still the store for this movie? Right. Right. Uh, the 25% is really making me go like 90, like 80, 90% like when wanting to watch this movie. And like, you've got, like, don't fumble the ball. Like you really, you have a great start, Matt Reeves. You got, you've got the ball, ball rolling. So don't, uh, you know, don't fumble it, man. You, you're, you're ready. You already broke through the lineman. You're getting 
about to get past the linebackers and you're going to get into the third, the third level past the DBs and you just got to run for that touchdown, man. Like you've, you've got this. So I'm, I'm hyped up for the Batman in which I think we, once again, we don't know when that's going to be coming out since everything got halted and now they've resumed filming. I, yes. I think we're still seeing, uh, is that a late 2021 or 2022? Um, I don't know. I, I want to say probably I, w- I wouldn't hope on 21. I feel like oh. if they're just starting filming, they got to go film and then uh, post production and and that. But let me see. Yeah. So um, as you look that up, yeah. I mean this, uh, this whole this whole fandom was was it, I overall it's a success because we talked about. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. It says October first, twenty twenty one, as of right now. So if we're okay. alive, I, I mean, all right. All right, then we will be seeing the Cape Crusader. Oh, hold on. And, and Black Adam is December 22nd, this 2021. So that's also still slated to come out next year. So in a year and a half. Wow. Well, all right, we'll I see. Mean, we'll see. That'll be, it'll be great. It'll be great to, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully by next Comic Con, right? When, they, when hopefully everything gets back to normal, we'll have uh, some more uh, trailers and more. Uh, you know, things behind to get these projects uh, off the ground and, and running, give us more content. Uh, Nico, as we wrap this episode up and, you know, kind of applauding DC for their fandom execution, or at least their fandom content, um, where can everyone find you uh, in this uh, multiverse? <laughs> uh, well, in this universe of the multiverse, I'm uh, on Instagram under Nico.Suave. Uh, that's spelled N-W-E-Q-O dot S-U-A-V-E. Uh, I'm private, but if you let me know that you're a friend of the uh, friend of the podcast, then I'll definitely add you. Uh, on Earth One, I am uh, vmastado09 on Instagram and vinsanity09 on Twitter. On Earth Two, uh, you can find us at uh, our Instagram, uh, Keeping It Nerd, and Keep It Nerd on uh, on Twitter as well. And you, please send us what you thought about this year's uh, DC fandom. Um, what do you think of the content that was released? Uh, what are you? What films are you looking forward to? Did we miss anything? What else? Uh, maybe we just uh, kind of glossed over. Um, you can always send us emails at uh, keepingitnerdpodcast at gmail.com. That's keepingitnerdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode. Please like, rate, subscribe, comment on all of our social medias and on this episode. And as always, everyone, keep it real. Keep it a nerd. Let's go. Yeah. Check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Game and anime and even comic got you covered. I'll just listen to the intro from this budget. Donald Glover. Yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. And they cover all these topics. Start an A until the letters. E attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keep it nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars. Far more content than you could even ask for. Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard. Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom. But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it a nerd, number one podcast.